Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. It's time for Dumb Local Criminal. This time we're headed to uh, to Woodstock, in fact. Oof. Okay, I don't know if you're ready. We haven't had one of these in quite some time, so let me just be clear on all of that. Police charged on Saturday a 26-year-old Stratford woman with impaired driving after she gave a breath sample that came in at a point zero three two. Point four zero. times the legal limit of point zero eight. Point three two. Sorry, point three two. Oh man, okay, that's yeah. <laughs> there it is. So uh, the term you would say was she was buckled. Yeah. Yep. But it wasn't just a, a, a traffic stop that, or, or a ride program, which you, you've seen them pop up, knowing that people are on vacation and enjoying themselves. So it happened Saturday night about 7.30. They responded to reports of uh, someone failing to remain at the scene of a collision. And those that witnessed it went, we think they may be impaired. The operator, why is that? Well, they were going in the wrong direction. Oh. Then when they hit people, they kept going. So, so they went to the spot of the initial crash. Thankfully, uh, no one seriously hurt. Just a lot of plastic and car parts all over the road. Then they were able to locate the suspect vehicle, witnessed it uh, swerving into more oncoming traffic. And that's when the uh, breath sample registered well over four times the legal limit of 80 milligrams of alcohol in 100 milliliters of blood. So charges are as follows. Operation well impaired. And operation well impaired uh, alcohol and drugs. To me, though, we've talked about this on the show sixteen hundred times. Why it's not until your your court date, e- like everything's gone, your vehicle's gone, no your license is gone. If it takes eight months for you to process through court, then, then so be it. They brought in the Moms Act surrounding street racing. Yeah, when are they going to lean into this whole zero tolerance for impaired driving? I, I'm I'm just confused at that. I, I don't I don't understand it. I I go out, we take an oobs. There's also and various names for it, but that service all across the region, even small centers have it where you call them, they come with two people. Yep. One hops in your vehicle. They I know dri- one of the popular ones, driver's seat. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. There's Diamonds de- designated drivers in London region. So that is also an option. You you have about four, five, six ways to get home. After consuming alcohol. But think of it. If it's 7.30 on a Saturday and you're sideways, you got after it starting about lunchtime. You clearly had some oh, yeah. Yeah. Backyard, backyard beverages, and here we are. We've got moms. Can we have one called Dad's and have it Drunky A Driving, sucker? Yeah. <laughs> That's a start. <laughs> okay. Working title. All right. Uh, good start. I like that. But hats <laughs> off to uh, just aware uh, drivers in the region to... Make sure the 911 knew what was going on, and the police obviously to get that person off the road. But holy scary. Because I mean, it's brutal. You're in Woodstock. Use a lawnmower. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. That's still that's still an impaired. It's Anything still with... terrible, but I'm just saying no, no. a lot easier. Ride, not ride a bike. To cry. The worst thing is. No, that you happens, can still get a dewey on a bike. It, unless it, if it's people powered, you can't. You can't get if, if it's your legs. But you're supposed to use the roadway on a bike. You can get a dewey on a bike. Are we certain about that? You can get a uh, drunk in public, but not... Ah, there you go. Yeah. Under intoxicant. Yeah. Driving well impaired. I don't think there's a cycling well impaired. But all that being said, the fact that this is still happening with the fact that you pull out your phone, hit some buttons, and people come and pick you up and take you to wherever you need to go. 
most taxi and cab services now. They're all up to speed on this. It just, it's a whole bunch of head shaking, and I still don't know. If someone wants to grab themselves some votes in the upcoming election, let's maybe lean into something along those lines. Because yeah. I would imagine that's a promise that you could actually follow through with to make the world and driving a lot safer for all of us. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Airbnb, man, is it? It sure is handy. Some love it over a traditional hotel. It's a cheap alternative for travelers who want to experience a new city as if they themselves live there. But it also, unfortunately, lends itself well to people who just want to throw a little party in a cool downtown condo that's not their own. So. As the pandemic has played out, they've had, um, let's just call them incidents that have caused uh, some damage, wreak havoc for the neighbors. The list is pretty extensive here, from bottles being thrown off balconies. We've seen those headlines. uh, Even to the craziest and that even being shootings. So, here's what they've laid out. Not only do they have that 24-7 hotline for neighbors that are concerned... Um, preventing guests from under the age of 25, just kind of like the rental car world. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't rent it. But Airbnb, they've announced they're going to be doing the, uh, the same lockdown that they've been doing for New Year's Eve. Like, no one-night rentals, even two-night rentals, depending on your history with the app. It's going to be a lot more extensive yeah. before you can just hit a c- couple of buttons and, and click it. So, um, they, <laughs> I love that this is such a corporate play. Halloween 2021, which is Halloween, which is uh, uh, one of a handful of days that is known for party-type behavior. (laughs) 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 Trending in party down. Yeah. Yeah. So they're... Does uh, party-type just mean that some other people just get really dressed up and sit on their couch? Yeah. I don't don't know. I think they wanted to be inclusive to all. Maybe some... Who doesn't have a loud Halloween party? Like, who gets dressed up and just hands Halloween candy around the room? My loud Halloween party is how I got to know all my neighbors in Chatham the first time we moved. <laughs> yeah, Halloween is great. And I mean, it's Halloween last year, remember, it was the perfect storm for Halloween. And then you were only allowed to have like 10 people inside yep. last mm-hmm. Halloween. Uh, and I, I got to be real with you. I was probably thinking of going to like Toronto for Halloween. I'll be I'll be a little grumpy if Airbnb's like, no, I think you're having a party, miss. Well, no, I just want the whole place to myself because renting a room in Airbnb, I don't know if you've ever done it before. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, it's. It, yeah. <laughs> it's like weird. awkward small talk. Like, it's bad enough when you wake up at a friend's house and you just have to do that awkward small talk before you want to yeah. leave. This is with a complete stranger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what I actually noticed? So I've stayed in Toronto a couple times now. Airbnb, it is way more expensive than getting a hotel now. It is yep. like, it was originally the cheaper option. Mm-hmm. Now, if you even look at the prices, more expensive than a hotel. And yep. then you get the cleaning fee, breathing air fee, showing up in a costume fee. Like, they just tack on all this stuff now. I don't even know if it's worth it anymore. Well, the, the, the thing is, if you rent a smaller place that would make sense for two people, then you're probably not going to have the Halloween concerns, Laura. So if you still want to go to Toronto because you want to go to parties or raves or whatever that might be around Halloween, mm-hmm. you're, you're still safe. It's the okay. two people renting an 1,800-square-foot, 18, five-bedroom <laughs> spot going, what? What? We just like room. Mm-hmm. So Let's Stretch those legs, Jeff. I, I, that's right. <laughs> we want to sleep one night in this room. We want to nap in this room. <laughs> yeah. So just a heads up for anyone trying to uh, sneak around at Halloween. They on to you, friends. Mm-hmm. They are most definitely on to you. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. TikTok. Have you tried some of the offerings, whether it be a DIY or, hey, try making one of your favorite dishes this way? 
And I got to admit, I've I found a few new recipes to make meatballs and kind of rip off the IKEA meatball sauce. So I would say my success rate is at least 50%. One that I don't wish for you to waste your time on is what was to be the best way to make premium craft dinner or cheese powder and noodles. Call it what you will, because there's also the PC white cheddar, which arguably you could say is way better. Ooh, or Annie's with the sauce. You know, I can't get into the Annie's. Have you had Annie's with the sauce? Like it's an actual sauce packet? No, I have not tried the sauce. Is it like a ripoff of a Velveeta cheese? Yeah, but I don't care. It's delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so for those that have missed it, basically there was one TikToker, and you start with Kraft Dinner, two boxes of Kraft Dinner with water in a frying pan. Then you add the cheese sauce, a couple of cubes of butter, salt, pepper to the pasta, and uh, that before any of the cooking is done whatsoever. Then you bring it to a boil, letting everything kind of meld together. A lot of heavy cream, some extra cheese to the frying pan, and they're like, oh, it's ooey gooey. It was ooey grossy. It was, it was, it did not, it did not go well. And I'm, See, I'm competent in the kitchen. I, I think I'm a little above competent for that matter, uh, for, for that fact of the matter. Oh, yeah. It, did, it was terrible. So, let me get this straight, because I am not a noodle eater. Yep. However, I do know how they are cooked. Mm-hmm. Based on your description, you would cook the pasta in the sauce already yeah, then? The like, you'd boil yeah. it in the... So, yeah. that just sounds to me like it would get really waterlogged or something. It kinda, did it? It kind of was. It wasn't... Because uh, the old-fashioned way of boil the water, then throw the noodles in, if you don't pay attention, you lose the noodles and they're super soggy. And Yeah, but... With this, you're losing half of the sauce, aren't yeah. you? Like it just it washes away. Well, no, no. It's when you add all the extra cheese and then the heavy cream. It it just it was a lot of steps to. Here's how I've been doing it for the kids for the last couple of years. It doesn't matter if it's craft or, or, or PC white cheddar, but I got to admit the PC white cheddar is is delicious. So you do the old fashioned wa- boil the water. You throw the nudes in. You let those uh, get pretty darn close. You pull them out. Don't strain them. Don't, well, sorry, strain them, but don't rinse them. Some people will rinse everything off. No, no, just leave it. Yeah. You still want the vast majority of the water off. Then you put it back in on low heat, little bit of butter, heavy cream. Now this one, the the brand escapes me, but I'll, I'll find it and I'll post it. But it is a, it's a garlic powder, but it has, uh, horseradish shavings in it. Oh, oh. Put that okay. on TikTok. Yeah. The, I, actually, I may, I may do this, Laura, because you're like, come on, Jeff, you got to do a TikTok. So I, I'll, I'll probably do this because I want people to try it. It is, it tastes gourmet. You still get all the hints of the white cheddar and all the deliciousness that's in there, but it just takes that flavor, the flavor notes, it picks up on everything mm-hmm. and it pops off. But people go, horseradish, hot. No, 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 no. Flavor. Yes. It's flavor. Because yeah. mm-hmm. in being a powder versus the raw or, or or kind of the live form of it, which can be real. Spicy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's, this is the way to go. Yeah, and like even that. if you're a ketchup person, you can still put that in. I wouldn't recommend it. But, you know, someone, it depends on how old your kiddos are. They they love uh, they love noodles and, and craft dinner with, with ketchup. But that is the way to do it. Heavy cream is absolutely the way to go. That's the mm-hmm. one thing I'll agree on. But I, I'm just... Surprised. Then I got into the comments too, and a lot of people were like, "Nope, fail, didn't like it." So you got to be much careful. Of that. Oh, yeah. you got to be careful. Yeah. Backstage, Sarah. A few weeks ago, when I was doing groceries, she was like, she gave me a few things, and she's like, "Oh, out of nowhere, she's like, oh, we need a clove of garlic, or we need like a a bulb of garlic." Yeah. She's like, at least two cloves. I was like, okay. Didn't think of why until I got home, and I was like, wait a minute, you're not gonna stick them up your nose, are you? Have you seen this yeah. one? Yeah. What? Yeah, people have stuck 
cloves of garlic up their nose to like rinse out their sinuses. When they pull the garlic out, it's just like, it's like gack. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, like slime just pouring out of their oh. face. And My Sarah's goodness. like, yeah, have you seen it? It'll clear your sinus. Even if you don't have sinus problems, oh. it'll clear it right out. I took one, I took 13 seconds to Google it. And doctors are saying, don't do this. It does nothing. If anything, people who are trying it have a buildup. You're shoving anything up your nose. It's just building up on top of that. And when you pull it out, it's all coming out. <laughs> Garlic has nothing to do with it. Like, it's dangerous. It's disgusting. <laughs> There's no no reason to do it. I thought she was going to do one of those fun pesto bags. Those were a hit on TikTok. <laughs> no, nope. no, it was uh, <laughs> it was a nose recipe. <laughs> no, and, after, thank and after her putting ingredients in her nostrils, I'd cut her off from the kitchen for at least 30 days. <laughs> Stay out. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so don't waste your time on it. I'm glad I could kind of debunk it. It just, it didn't pan out. It really no, didn't. And I no. followed it to the letter. Mm-mm. I'm going to do... I'll do the the white the the craft uh, sorry the uh, the white cheddar. I'll bring it in for the both of you to try it. Deal. That I can take. And Laura, I know you're not a noodle person. What if I do <laughs> cauliflower? Like a- what about cauliflower noodles then for you? Uh, I'll, I'll just do cauliflower. I mean, how do you turn cauliflower into noodles? You buy them. You buy them in the store. What? That's a thing. Oh yeah. Get- it's the texture for me. It's not that it's like whatever made of noodles are made out of. It's Wheat. the texture. I think the taste will uh, will overcome. Noodle sauce, great. Just give me a jar of sauce. I'll just <laughs> chug it. <laughs> just put it on a piece of bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's help desk is from Money Help. If you would like to send us a help desk, well, slide into our DMs on Facebook or Instagram, or you can send us a help desk like Money Help did and go through our website and click on the Jeff and Laura Backstage Ben page, and then boom, your submission form is right there. Money Help said, my fiance and I have been together for 12 years, and we have issues every once in a while when it comes to money. We both have decent paying jobs. I also have a side business that brings in okay money every month. Whenever my husband, or so I guess they mean fiance, I think they're already switching the words here. Uh, whenever my fiance sells something of ours or even his, he claims the money is his to do what he wants with it, like putting it into stuff he wants or collects. I put all the money from my side business back into the pot that pays off bills, goes to savings, and pays for our daughter's stuff. I get a little angry every time this comes up with him as I think it should go to paying off the bills. We just bought a house last year and money isn't super tight, but we have put a lot of money into the house and we've racked up some bills. He's been known for being horrible with paying off bills in the past, but I'm also incredibly cheap and I hate spending money. Am I overreacting? Should I just let it go? Or is this a problem that needs to be addressed? Cheat on him. Cheat on him with his brother. Wow. Show him. Get his I was going to say, <laughs> if you change the years to f- 16 and the term boyfriend to husband, that could be backstage Sarah texting you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, really? Wow. Do we need something? Uh, do we need to unpack something here, Benny? I'm just bad with money. You guys know this. <laughs> <laughs> but it, is it a matter of is self-restraint or just, I want that, so I'm going to get that? Um, that one, yeah. I think. Self, <laughs> self-restraint has improved, <laughs> I would say. Uh, I, I mean, I used, to, I used to be bad with money, and I think throughout the panoramic, I have gotten, like, my money smarts has come within the last, like, year and a bit. I still think that, first of all, 
regardless of what advice we get today, you and your fiance should get a, a Splitwise account. They are free. It is how me and the beautiful Brazilian Cybercop track all of our bills. You, all those little things that you buy for the house, you put that in Splitwise and you say, hey, I bought this, you know, set of curtains for mm-hmm. 40 bucks. You put it in Splitwise. That way your fiance can see, see how much he owes on that too. Maybe it's time to dissolve that pot and have your own separate banking accounts. I don't know. Sounds like maybe you need the pot though, because you might just spend everything. Well, it's the yeah. it's the hard conversation. It's there are a few kind of key points uh, of a foundation of a relationship, and money is absolutely crucial. It, yep, it's got to be the conversation. And even if it comes down to you split it and and we split bills 50-50, kind of as Laura mentioned, and you have yours, I have mine. But come on, like. You can't just kick this down the road and we'll deal with it after the wedding or we'll deal with no, it if you yeah. decide to add children or even furry kids into the whole thing. It just gets messier. And as you get older, there will be accumulations, uh, accumulation of assets and equally debt. And, and to be in a relationship where, hey, I'm great with my credit, but you're almost bankrupt. It's going to affect you either mm-hmm. way. So you have no choice, but you got to this is a head on straightforward conversation. Yeah. I mean, like, I think personally, as somebody who has always split the bills 50-50 with their partner, I enjoy being able to do what I want with my leftover money. And I feel like that could be a good option. However, uh, it seems like you need to make sure your partner has leftover money in the first place. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, for sure. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's help desk is from Money Help. If you want to send us a help desk, you can do that by going to our website and clicking on the Jeff and Laura Backstage Ben page and submitting it through that. Money Help said my fiance and I have been together for 12 years. We have issues every once in a while when it comes to money. We both have decent paying jobs. I also have a side business that brings in okay money every month. Whenever my husband sells something of ours or even his, he claims the money to as his to do what he wants with it, like putting it into stuff he wants or collects. I put all of my money from my side business back into the pot, which pays off our bills, go to our, goes to our savings and pays it for our daughter's stuff. I get a little angry every time this comes up with him as I think it should go, his money should go to paying the bills too. We just bought a house last year and money isn't super tight, but we put a lot of money into the house and we've racked up some bills. He's been known for being horrible with paying off bills in the past, but I'm also incredibly cheap and I hate spending money. Am I overreacting or should I just let this go? Is this a problem that needs to be addressed? Absolutely. His math is bad. Oh, we sold something. It's my money. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my goodness. I think that you can't do that. Again, I just keep thinking more and more that you need to get a Splitwise account. Like I'm telling you, especially if you're, I find that there's one person in the relationship that always buys the house like knickknacks and stuff. You know, there's one person generally, I think, in a relationship that is like the decorator of the house, at least in my experience. Okay. One person seems to pick up the little things, the cute jars and stuff that they see at the store when they're just shopping. Is and it- I find that people don't always keep track of those little purchases. Mm-hmm. And those add up. I started keeping track of those and like it was over a thousand bucks that I had spent on stuff for the house yep. that I would have just, you know, not even considered before. We've, uh, well, there's there's a lot of different dynamics. We've, in, in our setup with Sarah and I, it's always been just pooled money. Mm-hmm. And basically the, the discussion early on was, look, if it's over a hundred or a few hundred bucks, let's have a quick convo just to make sure that 
oh, you're aware that we need to do brakes on the car and mm-hmm. XYZ, mm-hmm. or this is coming out, so hey, uh, I know you want that. Can you wait a month? Can you wait a couple of weeks? Kind of, that kind of conversation. I mean, so far, so good. Knock on wood. I mean, there has been the odd rando, honey, so I bought these shoes. The deal was too good to pass off. Uh, <laughs> but again, a pair of running shoes, something you're going to use and, and wear. It's it's not just a random, I bought this moose head to hang in our den. Maybe right, yeah. you'll, you'll learn to love it. No, nothing outlandish, but there. There are always financial check-ins in those kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. It's It's got to be the root of one of those pillars to ensure that you have a successful relationship because obviously you're together because you have a lot of similar interests and your mindset on life in general is pretty much the same. Does it make sense for each of you to have, like somebody, we got a text like this and it was kind of along my line of thinking too. Somebody said, I think there may be a bigger picture that he feels he doesn't have any money to purchase things he wants. May need to start putting money aside for each of you to have personal spending. Backstage there and I tried that at one point where it was like, I don't know, 50 bucks a week or whatever yeah. it was just for, and that would go towards if I want to go out for lunch or buy a record or whatever. And then like, that was also when we were struggling a little bit more than having two full-time jobs, that yeah. kind of thing. But mm-hmm. um, at this point now, it's almost like, because I actually have my own funds for records. And yeah. the idea is eventually I'll be adding to that money rather than just subtracting <laughs> yeah. from it. But it's not a terrible idea because then what I do with Sarah is I'm like, hey, you have this money. She sells stuff on the side too, that kind of thing. I was like, would you please go treat yourself? Like, it's almost like you need to have some fun in your life. If you're feeling that you're the cheap one and you're not mm-hmm. having any fun or anything like that, you do sometimes need a push to go live your life a little bit and treat yourself. Ab- absolutely. A good book that I was going to mention is called Dave Ramsey, Total Money Makeover. That That's a good read because you have to look at it too. This He may not have the financial education that she has. Maybe her parents were really good with money. Yep. Maybe they were accountants. We just don't know that in, in the backstory. So she has grown up with an understanding of, well, life costs money and you can only do so much if you make X amount where he, it's just freewheeling. And if that's how he was raised, he's going to have to learn some new habits. But that starts with the discussion and the conversation. Maybe it's separate accounts, etc. I actually responded to that text saying, no, he's a terrible person. <laughs> I will tell you why. I think we're out of time for this break, but I will tell you why I would suggest listening to another financial advisor after eight. <laughs> Split help desk. I like it. <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's help desk is from Money Help. If you want to send us a help desk, you can do that by going to our website, clicking on the Jeff and Laura Backstage Ben page and submitting your help desk there. Money Help is saying, uh, well, my fiance and I have been together for 12 years and we have issues every once in a while when it comes to money. We both have decent paying jobs. I also have a side business that brings in okay money every month. Whenever my husband sells something of ours or even his, he claims the money to do with what he wants with it, like putting it back into stuff he wants or collects. The money I make off my side business, I put that back into the pot to pay off bills or go to savings or uh, pays for things for our daughters. I get a little angry every time this comes up with him as I think it, his money should also go to paying bills and stuff like that, his extra money. We just bought a house last year and money isn't super tight, but we have put a lot of money in the house and have racked up some bills. He's been known for being horrible with paying off bills in the past, but I'm also incredibly cheap and I hate spending money. Am I overreacting? Should I just let it go? Or is this a problem that needs to be addressed? Again, from Money Help. Okay, 
I just need to let you know the reason why I don't think you should listen to Dave Ramsey is because of a podcast I actually just finished listening to called Financial Feminist on, uh, well, she started off on TikTok, but I think you should listen to her for the reason that she gives you money advice not based on shame, which is a lot of stuff that Dave Ramsey does. He, he'll tell you that you're an idiot if you let banks, you know, take interest rates out on you. And there's a lot of shame based around money. So what I learned in the last couple of weeks is that your ways about money are set in stone at around age seven or eight. Whew. You already absorbed that from your parents. So maybe that's where your fiance got that from too. And I think as soon as you address the root of why you are bad with money or don't like money, like for me, I just always assumed that I would grow up poor and that's why I think I was terrible with money. No, seriously. I like I grew up in a really rundown house. I thought I would be poor forever and that's why I never thought it was important to like save up money because I didn't see the point in it. Mm-hmm. And like once you address that issue, I think maybe your fiance will realize, hey, and maybe you need to address that too and think, well, why am I so afraid to spend money? Yeah, I wonder if the mechanism of afraid to spend is based on witnessing him or like you said, that root of going back to the younger years where you were in an environment. Because you don't do what your parents tell you to do. You do what you see around you in that environment. Exactly. So, so you absorb so much of that. A uh, bunch of different texts. Another one said every dollar app. It's amazing. Okay, and that's the thing. We're trying to just throw out some resources that people have tried, and they felt that they, they, you know, it's made some changes in their life. Another text that reads: When my husband, boyfriend at the time, when we were eighteen, he was moving away for school, so we opened a joint bank account and put money in it for gas to go see each other. When he moved home. We just kept that joint account when we moved in together and closed our others. This was when uh, we were 20 years old. We've only ever had one bank account uh, since then, and we're now 34. Uh, similar as Jeff, we were talking about, we, so they talk about big expenses. Otherwise, the, the day-to-day, like every once in a while, I'll grab lunch on the way home, but I am Captain Leftover because I usually <laughs> feel like it tastes better the next day. Yep. <laughs> My wife does not really dig leftover, but it's, it's just the odds and ends. It's like the ebbs and flows. And we again a threshold. Anything over like a hundred bucks, if nothing more than a heads up. And with kids, it's the hey, I'm going to uh, look after. I'm going to go get the uh, the girls need some shoes for back to school. Okay, go get after it. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, if you can't have that back and forth conversation, because it, at least on his side, give her the reason why you need this. Like, why are you spending that money? Mm-hmm. Are, are you seeking joy out of a purchase? I mean, retail therapy is a thing, but but here, you get a moment of happiness on the purchase. And then that leaves you pretty quick. So what is his route for always wanting just to hemorrhage cash? Because clearly they don't have piles of it. That's why they've messaged us to have the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) So where are we at with this? It starts, I think, starts with the convo. Maybe seek out together, uh, whether it be a podcast like Laura had mentioned, or there are a ton of uh, local people in the financial world that can sit down and have a conversation. Here's how to make a budget. Here's what it'll look like if you save this much over this. Man, you look at compound interest, too, for investing. Whoa. Sorry if I've been quiet for this whole thing, too. I've just been trying to get as much information as I can. (laughs) (laughs) It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. Oh, boy. A-Rod already talking publicly, like in actual statements about his relationship with Jennifer Lopez. He told Entertainment Tonight that I've had five years of an incredible life and partnership and also with my daughter. We learned so much talking about his time with Jennifer Lopez. It just seems weird to... uh, to be talking about this relationship so shortly after they break up and also like she just unfollowed you on everything dude 
No comment that. If you get asked about it, just no comment, you know? Just be like, hey, I'm happy she's happy. He has the best practice or had almost 20 years of practice with kind of the sports non-answer. Well, you know, yeah. we're, uh, we're yeah. going to regroup, uh, have a good yeah. practice, come out uh, tomorrow and just play better. I really gave it 110%, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Affleck did better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> better batting <Now>, average. <laughs> he did say that he and his daughters, they've looked at it. They said they've, they've taken this as an opportunity to move forward. They said, you know what? We're so grateful for the last five years. How do we make the next five years better because of the lessons that we learned? Well, here's an idea, A-Rod. Why don't you and Tristan Thompson go to, like, let's not cheat on our girlfriends slash fiancés slash wives <laughs> slash baby mamas camp and then see how the next five years will play out. Or just be in an open relationship with somebody. That's yeah. a great option, too. Yeah, yeah. I think that one's actually more realistic. You know, they say don't set yourself up for failure. Make goals that are realis- realistic <laughs> to you. And I feel like for A-Rod and TT... That's, that's the way it should go. He's just leaning too much energy into something in the past. It's the, yeah, we had a great time together. It just obviously didn't work. And then realize you're A-Rod. You're a catch. You've got options. He's not a catch anymore. Oh, come he's on. Just, he's become such a sad sack loser. I know. Like, he's man. the saddest boy. <laughs> he was like, he was actually winning me over because of J-Lo. Like when they first started dating, I was yeah. like, oh, come on. Why would you trust A-Rod? But it's because he cheated on everything. That's why I think he's not a catch. It's just because he has a... Every single person he's been with, you always hear about him cheating on them. So, That's why I'm saying he's not a catch. Not to to take this over, but do you, do you think he cheated on J Lo and yes. this was part of it? Yeah. Yes. Hundred percent. Hundo P. Okay. Not that. You're going with your gut. I trust it. Yep. Uh, well, hey, that were the, those were the rumors like a month before they broke up, and then they broke up. So I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure, mm-hmm. you know, they'll never they'll never tell because J Lo's been cheated on before too, and I think that really sucks for her. Casper Smart, don't forget, was sleeping with other ladies. Oh yeah, <sighs> so frustrating. So Travis Barker is now talking about Kourtney Kardashian basically healing him. Did you see the photo he posted? Yeah. Photo of him holding, like, well, he just holds Kourtney Kardashian ever. She has become his purse. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere he goes, he's butt grab holding her. Yeah. But anyway, he said, with you, anything is possible. And I said it like that because I can imagine that just by being around them, he has mad vocal fry by now. He's morphing. <laughs> yeah. Like anamorphs, but into yeah. Soho. <laughs> I love his own Cabo mind. Kardashian. <laughs> anything is possible. Courtney, I love you so much. <laughs> and Colin Jost, he has confirmed that him and ScarJo are having a baby. He did this actually during his stand, one of his stand-up gigs over the weekend. And we heard reports of this actually uh, in the middle of the summer, page six was reporting it. So now they're like, you know, flaunting their flag, being like, ha ha, we knew this. But anyway, now it's confirmed because it came right out of one of their mouths. So there you go. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. Ellen joins us on the line. <laughs> Ellen, is you are kicking the day off right. You are on your way to go get your hair, not only cut, uh, color, but style too. So that like, you've got about a three hour, four hour little chunk of the day all lined up and how relaxing. Oh, that's amazing. What are you going for? Are you doing a full, like, are you doing a full makeover? Are you getting like something touched up? What, what's the vibe? I think uh, just, uh, I don't know, highlights and a cut, I think. Okay. That's All right. Uh, and since that gap for so many, but like months between appointments, it's nice that uh, that Ellen she's getting all refreshed going to fall. So I know initially, uh, right away, you've won yourself a twenty five dollar McDonald's gift card just for getting on the line. Uh, so let's uh, hope you can pick up bragging rights too by beating backstage Ben, who currently has um, a win loss tie record of two hundred and nine 
wins. He has a total of 26 losses and 75 ties. Let's see how this plays. So as Benny uh, heads out of the room, we'll uh, let Ellen know, but she gets to go first with three trivia questions. Benny's going to come back in and uh, same three trivia questions. Most points out of three wins. He's out in the hall. The door is closed. and Because I can see him from the window, but he can't see in. And, well, Laura's not even here with the question. She's in Waterloo yep. Region. I'm okay. a whole city away. So oh. he, I can guarantee you, is not cheating today. Okay. Ellen, are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? I will try. Okay. Will well, be- let's, let's oh. do it. I'm rooting for you. First question. What is the capital of Argentina? Buenos Aires. Yes. Ding. Ding. We're gonna, we'll do yes or nas for our buzzers today because we don't have it. Okay. okay. Second question. What North American mammal is also known as the prairie wolf or bush wolf? Oh. oh. The prairie wolf or the bush wolf? Oh. I don't know. Not a coyote. I don't know. Is Coyote your guess? Yes, that's final answer. Yes! There it is. Woo! Okay. Okay. Looking good. Looking great. Ellen with the fresh hair. Third and final question. (laughs) With the future fresh hair. Third and final question. This one is multiple choice. How long is a fortnight? Is it A, one week, B, two weeks, C, one month, or D, until you unplug your kid's gaming console? Um, it's either one or two, so a fortnight. I don't know. I'll say two. Yes! Oh my gosh, Ellen. It's been a long time since we had somebody get three for three. And three for three. Two of three just being complete guesses. Like, I mean, you had an idea. You had an idea. I mean, except that third one. I do have Buenos Aires. Yeah. Coyote, not so sure. Fortnite, one or two weeks, so lucky guess. Impressive. Okay. This so, is good. At best, he can tie. Did he bring his key card? Hold on. Oh. Can he get... Okay, you freaked me out. I was like, does he have his key card? <laughs> yeah, our new studio is over in London where Jeff and Benny are from this morning. You need, like, to swipe just to get in there. So if you go for a pee or something and you forget that card, good luck. See cool. you tomorrow. I also wandered away for a little while oh. because... It's all new to me. Okay. <laughs> Backstage Ben, uh, Ellen scored three points. Three points. <laughs> Best we can have is a tie. Let's see how this goes. Ellen, would you like to trash talk Benny? No. Oh, no. 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 Okay. Oh, okay. Talk Taking about the that. high road. Boy. Okay, Benny. Well, first question. What is the capital of Argentina? Uh, Buenos Aires. Yes. Correct. Yes. Sorry. Our buzzers yes. are yes or nas, Benny. Yes. Yes or nas? Okay. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Second question. What North American mammal is also known as the prairie wolf or bush wolf? Uh, oh, man. Coyote? Yes. It's hard for me to do the yes oh. for Benny and sound like happy about it. Can you not. see the stress? Did you see the stress nervous. on his yeah, face? A little nervous. Yeah, he is stressed. It's oh. been a long time since he's had to come into this battle against a three for three. Third and final question. This one is multiple choice. How long is a fortnight? Is it A? Oh, he knows this already. <laughs> do you want to just say it? Do you 14 just days. Say it? Yeah. No, two yeah. weeks. Two weeks. Well, okay. 14 yes. days. Two weeks. Same thing. 
Yeah. I can't, you can't sound you can't sound angry and say yes at the same time. Like just try it. Yes. Like it still sounds yes. fun. Anyway. That was an impressive three for three tie. Ellen, yes. congratulations. Absolutely. We have to acknowledge that. That was tremendous gameplay. Like you couldn't do anything else. I mean, there's been discussions. Maybe down the road we add on to the game and we take it to a tiebreaker. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Um we really could one day. I, I see, like that. I, I mean, I could right now. I, th- I think that'd be a little on the spot. I feel like we'd have to warn people to say, as of Monday, we're changing the uh, rules. Okay, okay, okay. You, you would never add. <laughs> you would never never add an extra period in a game of hockey during the game that you're playing. Well, this is hockey. Track. It's our show. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, you've scored yourself a twenty five dollar McDonald gift card and the uh, the acknowledgement that yeah, I tied backstage, Ben. Good job. Oh, you had me. Very good. You had Thank me sweating. You very much. Quite impressive. Okay, so you hang on. We'll get you all looked after. And and tomorrow, you can uh, try your very best to beat Backstage Ben. We'll play again at around 840 on Virgin Radio. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio.